views and opinions in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of TAP Detroit or its affiliates. Please listen carefully. The following program has been formatted for your mind. TAP Detroit. Jim Davis here at 5XL Large and in Charge, TapDetroit.com. We're on every Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. T-Money Green, Rich the Weed Man. We talk about anything you want to talk about, sports, music, legal marijuana, anything that goes around in the city of Detroit. We talk about electric football, fantasy football, real football, baseball, basketball, 
NBA, college. We talk about the Red Wings. Anything you want to talk about, what's happening in Detroit, that's us at 5XL, large and in charge. Come check us out at tapdetroit.com. Trying to get the word out about your business but don't know where to turn? TapDetroit.com can help. As the number one internet radio station in the metro Detroit area, we can produce and air quality, attention-getting ads that will get you noticed. Click the Sponsor tab at TapDetroit.com for more information. TapDetroit.com. Internet radio. Detroit style. Nice. That's a nice tri- uh, trio we just did right there. <laughs> what am I playing now? I don't know. What are you playing now? Uh, nothing. Hey, it's a glitch, man. It's a practice. It's a glitch. We're, We're getting out. used to it. And uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Moore, if you're calling in, give us a couple minutes. We've got to figure out how to use the phones. But if you do uh, want to call might, in. He might be on right now. Aaron, you there? Aaron? Aaron, you got to turn I... the radio down in the back. Oh, we get to say it. All right, hey, what's Aaron, what's up, bud? What's up, man? Nothing, man. I was listening. I figured you guys could use someone calling in. Well, yeah. yeah thank uh, God. We'll be permanently <laughs> on uh, Sunday nights from 10 to midnight, but uh, it's our little practice run show going on right now. Hell yeah. Well, it sounds right, awesome, yeah. man. All right, so tell me about Mine Route. Come on, I know you want <laughs> Yeah, you know you want. Hey, it's, okay, uh, we were talking earlier about promotion. Now, this is a band that promotes. I dig it. So go ahead. Yeah, we... We're trying to, man. We're trying to get uh, get our name out there. What What do you do in the band? Are you the drum tech? What What are you? <laughs> what a dick! I'm the designated drinker. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds right. <laughs> well, hey, I can tell I'm you. A, I I can tell I'm you. A singer, streamer, drinker, whatever you want. I, I can tell you this is I've been going back and forth with Aaron over email. Uh, I've tried to get him in at Rack and Roll, so it's sooner or later you're going to see it. They'll be there again. All right, well, yeah, we want to we want to get in and play everywhere where we can, man. You know, well, it's a blast to work with you guys. It's a and, and honestly, uh, you're exactly you guys are the kind of guys we're we're talking about um, that we're going to help promote the shit out of uh, with our our avenues here of being able to do it on the on the radio here and uh, you know through all our online endeavors as well because uh, you guys are you know one of those bands you're always out you're hustling. You're playing, and you know you're you're not rock stars. It's kind of nice. Yeah, you know that's what we got to do. You know, you got to promote and promote and promote, and it's all self promotion now. You don't have backing from anybody. No, not at all. And it, it, see, it, I I don't know how Aaron. How old are you? I'm 29. See, uh, 87. Planks and I are both almost 40, and just even the difference in, in the in our ages. We saw, like, we used to go to Rock of Ages in Garden City all the time when we were when we were younger, and just the, the difference in promotion back then. Man, you couldn't walk in that door without stepping on you know 100 fucking flyers of of bands playing the studio, the Token, or anywhere around town, and, yeah. and you don't see that anymore at all, except for a very few bands. Uh, the views and opinions of these two idiots have absolutely nothing to do with tapdetroit.com or anybody else for that matter. This one goes out to Planky. Oh this one's called Hate to Hate. <laughs>
I got some alcohol abuse over here. It is Planky. Uh, this is the Tiny and Plankman show. I get. I'm like, I'm like really messed up about this because like I, I don't know what I. Like in radio, okay, 
you don't usually get closure. You don't usually find out what happened to your favorite show, what happened to this person, what happened to that person. It's just... Like, matter of fact, it happened today. 105.1 was sports yesterday. Today, it was oldies. That's how shit goes in radio. But I decided... For the listeners here of Tap Detroit that have followed this show for four years, four and a half years, whatever the hell it is, I decided I would give you guys one last show and uh, play some highlights from previous shows and uh, try to to give you what you don't get in regular radio. You, 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 you don't get that, so um, it, it's basically going to be a lot of old interviews. Um, you heard our first <laughs> our first ever phone call uh, w- with our, our, our buddy Aaron there, and um, that that went great, by the way. That, that first show, oh my God, I did not know how to work the board or anything. <laughs> and uh, uh, by the way, KZ is here. He's... Hello. He's hanging out with me. Uh, uh, Alyssa is not here. She's got a family emergency, so she uh, she is definitely not here. And uh, we hope everything's all right with uh, her family there. So yes, definitely. Um, yeah, this is the last show, and I never thought I would sit here and say that, but I'm saying that. Um, Tiny has decided. He didn't want to do the show anymore, which is fine. You know, we we do this out of choice, out of love for radio, music, uh, local music, wh- wh- whatever you have to grasp at to understand why we did this for four years. And so if somebody doesn't want to do it anymore... They don't have to. There is no... I'm sorry to say it, ladies and gentlemen. There's no money. (laughs) There's no money here. We do this because we want to do it. Because we like to do it. And, yeah, you get the little perks of... Because it's fun, man. Yeah, it's fun. I mean... I was out of radio for probably 10 years. You guys let me get back into radio. So I'm thankful as hell for that. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you guys, there's going to be a lot of people I'm going to try to thank tonight, and I'm probably not going to name everybody, and I'm going to feel terrible about it. If you've taken five minutes or five hours or whatever, if you've listened to this show, from the bottom of my heart, for all the hard work that I put into it, I thank you, because it, it meant a lot to me it did i mean i i see people out at the bars or restaurants or wherever you know and they're just like oh man you know your show's great blah you know and it it's it's nice it, it's nice to hear that and you know so if you think that we don't appreciate that we do and i can't thank you guys enough for listening I know we've had some very loyal listeners over the four years, 
and um, obviously Wenchy. Wenchy's been there from the start, and she's been great. And uh, Chet and April, I mean, Chet and April helped us start this show and uh, get things going. And um, without Chet and April, you know, probably wouldn't have been a show. Um, Nicole Salem, uh, I, I was just telling KZ off air, like, the whole Nicole Salem thing happened just because I sent Nicole a message on Facebook and said, hey, would you like to come be on the show? And she was like, yeah, come check you guys out. And she sat down here and she just had a blast and she was here for a year. So, you know, I'd like to thank her for uh, everything she did for us. Um, there, There's a lot of people. I, I, I don't know that I can get into all of it right now, but um, we've... we've We've grown from being just a Detroit show. We expanded out and we started reaching towards Canada and towards Ohio and, you know, Indiana, Idaho. I mean, I I can go on. Germany, France, Finland. There, there's people that follow the show from everywhere, and you know I I appreciate it, and um yeah it, it it's it's been four and a half years, and unfortunately this is the last show, and um, let me see what I got lined up for you guys because. I had this written down at home and I left the paper. <laughs> oh, typical me, you know. Um, oh, yeah, I wanted to start off with this interview because this was a great interview. We interviewed these guys, uh, Lawless Hearts, out of uh, uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And they were just the coolest guys and girl, by the way. And... Uh, funny little interview we had it started off weird like most of our interviews do and uh so i'm gonna play that for you guys uh and then after that i i don't know you know i'm i'm really just uh i'm here for the listeners today that's that's what i'm here for um because I always hated that with radio. Like, you're listening to 105.1 for Sports Talk Radio, and then you get up the next day and you turn on 105.1, and it's oldies 105.1. Yep. And you're like, wait, what happened to Ryan? What happened to Rico? What happened? You know, you're like, what happened to all these people? Well, apparently they got blown out. Nowadays you can get an idea of what happens on social media, but the radio station itself will never tell you what's going on. Yeah, they never will. Hello. Oh, hi. I hi. hear you're breaking them in all softly for our new format change. Oh, yeah. Jazz. <laughs> Jazz? Detroit. What are you talking No, no, Planky, I lied to you. Middle Eastern Tabuli Radio. Oh, God, I've been <laughs> looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> this is going to be our new format. Uh, yeah. Dollar Mendy on request anytime you want to listen to him. Tunic to tune tune, motherfucker. 
<laughs> I can't wait. No, but Planky, you're right, man. Thanks for all the hard work you put in, man. I appreciate you at least. Yeah, you yeah, know, me too, and, man. It, it, it's been, it's been weird. It's been a strange couple weeks for me, personally, professionally, whatever you want to call it. I don't know, <laughs> but um, I will tell you this: I am not done. I will be here on Tap Detroit on Thursday nights. Yeah. From 8 to 10. What will I call the show? I have no freaking idea. I really don't. Uh, so so if you're listening to this right now and you've got an idea for the name of the show, throw it out there. Better come up with a Middle Eastern name. Yeah, it, it better be Middle Eastern. <laughs> you can be Sanjay. Yeah. <laughs> Sanjay on Thursday <laughs> on TempTheTrade.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Please drive through. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, so if you've got any ideas for the name of the show, uh, g- g- give me a holler because uh, I got nothing. Let me tell you, I've I've had some names... Where it was like this long, and then I've had some names where I was like, eh, that sounds stupid. Had another name where I was like, eh, no. Yeah. It, it's tough. That's what the brainstorm is going to be for. Yeah, so it's it, it, it's going to take a little while, but I, I will be here. I will be here on Tap Detroit, Thursday nights, 8 to 10. So, there it is. Um, here is that interview with Lawless Hearts. And um, <laughs> let's just say it starts off weird, all right? <laughs> so, uh, here it is, huh? <coughs> oh, you're supposed to push the cough button. I didn't push the cough button. I'm sorry. You're listening to tapdetroit.com. Hey, I'd like to place an order. Hey, is it for a pizza? Well, for a reach around. Yeah! <laughs> That'll be six fifty. Well, I have a feeling if we're going to Jacksonville, Florida, it's going to be a little bit extra on that one. We might need a bigger tip, literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I I am so sorry about the last fifteen minutes of radio. <laughs> hey, that that's awesome. I like to hear. I still think they're thinking, Shauna, thanks for signing us. (laughs) Thanks. We get to talk to these morons. Hey, I like it. The um, Ron's like Howard Stern or something. Right on. Yeah, well. uh, It it is what it is. So, anyways, you you guys got your uh, album coming out here uh, April 21st. Why why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about it, how it's been going, and all of that? I will. Let me. um, you think I'll be able to merge the call and merge my system? Yeah, go ahead. Let me uh, let me tell. Actually, let me just. I'll add a call and then she'll. Then I'll merge all these calls. See if it works. <laughs> all right, this is cool. Yeah, Doing it conference yeah. style. This is oh, late. One, the, the, hey, the, one second. All right, Dan Mark sent us a, a, a logo for our, our oh show. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, Dan, you should instead of using you should have used penises in there. <laughs> oh my god. This is the show. <laughs> you missed it. This is the show you want to promote your album on. 
<laughs> but but that's the one thing is we'll push it. That's true. <laughs> hey, is everyone there? Yeah, we're here. Hello. There we go. Hi. Hey, Hi. How's it going? Hello. So I, think yeah. we got, I think we got rid of the echo too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you're you're on uh, the Tiny and Plank Man show on TapDetroit dot com. Obviously in Detroit with. Uh, Myself, Planky, uh, Tiny, and uh, Kevin Razlog, we let him show up every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I was just telling Alex, I was just telling him that I was looking to their, their show and they didn't know it and they were talking. I sent them a message <laughs> while, while, uh, while they were talking. I said, hey, I, I need a place in order for a reach around. <laughs> but anyways, uh, well, you got to explain. We were going to rename our show "Reach Around Radio." <laughs> yeah. That's freaking awesome. Um, well, I mean, to get to jump into it, uh, you know, about your question, uh, we're all here. Yeah, we, um, you know, first, the first thing we're going to release, you know, the way you know, because the industry has changed so much, you know, over the past you know twenty five years, that everyone can see that with records, you know, you got to kind of have a a very creative way of, of selling, you know, selling your records, selling music in general, because music has become such just kind of like a promotional tool in a sense, and you only make, you know, a lot of your profit, you know, basically off of touring now, you know, most artists. So you got to, you know, come up with a creative way, you know, to sell it whichever way you can. And, you know, the first thing, you know, on a safe side, we decided to <laughs> just drop this EP, which is... Um, one of the songs, the first song, Creatures of Habit, uh, it is, uh, you know, it's our first radio single uh, released through uh, New Ocean Media um, uh, to radio, I think, Wednesday, past Wednesday. And then the rest of the songs, um, uh, you know, are, are part of the EP. It's a four-song EP. And we're going to release that first, you know, with, along with the music video to start, you know, drawing a tr- attraction to the band and something, you know, because we're, we're a little bit new uh, sound and kind of, even though we're all in kind of the active rock realm, we're still kind of a throwback in a sense, but we, we kind of bridge a gap and make it modern. So you can't, you want to just force everything down their throat at once, you know, so we're giving them a taste with this EP on the 21st. And then later on in the year, we'll, of course, release the full-length album um, titled Hell and Back Again. Um, it'll have these four four singles, you know, and probably uh, we'll complete with 10 or 12 uh, other songs. But, uh, you know, we just were excited uh, for the release. And actually, um, on that note, tomorrow, the, the music video, it's not like an official release date, but it does go public on our Vivo and YouTube channel at 10 a.m., so, you know, whoever's uh, listening, go check it out then. Yeah, yeah, we'll de- we'll definitely promote that on uh, our Facebook page there so uh, people can, uh, you know, get to the link and check it out tomorrow. Awesome. Now, hey, yeah. Once again, uh, I want to I want to I want to thank everyone, you know, here for your time and 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 uh, giving us a chance to be on the show. It, it means a lot for the sport. Oh, no problem, man. We're gonna, we're actually going to play uh, some of your music too. Awesome. Well, while we got you on the phone, though, um, I was I was looking over like where you guys have played, and uh, you know it seems like you guys have actually reached out to quite a few different places. Once the album comes out, do you guys already have ideas as far as like your touring is going to go? Uh, are you going to c- 
kind of just branch out a little by little, or do you have like some full fledged tour that you guys already have in the works and are are going to be doing it that route? We um we're touring. No, we we plan on diving in you know to it as quickly as possible. You know, we, we don't have any at the moment. You know, big tours planned <clears throat> around the release as of yet, but we do. You know, because. Really, we'll be on, you know, like a lot of spot dates what we can. And as soon as we start gaining attraction and demand, you know, whichever market it, it starts drawing, we plan on touring there. Um, you know, down in Florida and near close, you know, to where we're at, you know, rock and roll is kind of, you know, we used to do like a flower pedal run where, you know, you branch out, you hit a couple cities, and it, it does like a, you know, one of the pedals, and you hit another pedal of the flower. You know, and just down here, it's it's really kind of saturated with the, you know, the dance, <laughs> the dance kind of music. And no. Stuff. You know, it makes it, you know, in Florida, it, that's what it is. I mean, it is what it is. And, and it's hard, you know, with such a tight budget at the moment, you know, to, to branch out even further. Um, uh, but we do plan this year um, to start touring heavily. You know, we... Uh, uh, but not, you know, we don't have any, hopefully we can get on with, you know, a couple bigger acts. That's what the ideal thing would be. You know, we get to spark the interest of a couple big, you know, maybe their booking agency, you know, sees interest in us and wants us to, you know, come in and tag on the show with them. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, given the situation your band's in, like, I, I, uh, my band's kind of in a similar spot, so I, that's more so the reason why I was asking, just because, you know, when I talk to other bands, I like to see what they're doing. Like you said, doing stuff differently. Um, you know, music is a medium, but, like, getting it out there, <clears throat> you've you've got to figure out different ways to get it out there that set you apart from every other band. And, um, you know, like, doing the Weekend Warrior shit, like that's what the band I'm in has been doing and it's been going good. We're actually going to be coming down to Florida, but it's always it's nice awesome. it's always nice to hear bands in those other areas and uh get their take on, you know, the local scene or, or just in general what they're looking at as far as doing um <clears throat> you know, th- you know, doing the music video that seems to be something that's kind of like almost a lost thing unless you're like a a bigger ish band and sign and you know all that jazz. But um, like Plaggy said, you know, send us the link and we'll definitely share it on our page. Um, stuff like that seems a little more rare um, than you know back in the day of MTV where you don't really have the the media outlets playing actual music videos. They do exactly. They they do uh, those fucking bullshit. Uh, Reality TV oh, God. shows. So. You know what I like though. I know, tell me about it. <clears throat> what I like is you're bringing back a really cool old school approach, but you're still using a new cool way, a new school way to do it. I kind of dig it. Yeah, I mean, you know, even even though the way you know, even with radio, the way it's gotten so, I mean, <laughs> the whole payola thing has gotten just ridiculous, where you can't get on any fucking. Excuse my French. Any clear? Right. Hey, you can swear all you want, man. We don't care. Our 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 Cox media. Is, our, our Cox. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Back then, if the DJ liked you, you know. Um, I mean, really, if you had a great song, he could have a say and be like, "Okay, well, I'm going to spin this. This guy needs to be heard." You know, and, and you had this variety of music, and now it's just gotten so controlled, and you hear the same ten songs because you know they're they're paying off freaking clear channel or something right you know and it's uh 
You know, but people have reverted already. You know, when it first started XM radio and online radios and Pandora's and all that stuff, they kind of, you know, people were still really not focused on but now more so than they keep hearing the same stuff over and over again they've reverted to XM stations um, online stations like yours and I mean it's really kind of come around to that you know even though the industry has changed you know I know with music videos and things where you know they don't uh, you know play certain things anymore you know we wanted to still even though just have it all, just have every tool we possibly could need for promotional-wise. And really, our music video is, is in a sense, going to help us, you know, more so to, to book shows, to see, you know, the band's image, you know, and, and uh, you know, we just wanted to hit it from that angle. But I, I do get what you were saying, of course. Yeah, and that's really funny you mentioned the whole booking shows thing, because I can't tell you how many people are like, oh, do you guys have a music video? Or like any like really really high quality live footage, I mean exactly. it, it's actually kind of cool that venues and promoters are looking for that uh, in a sense to weed out the wannabes. Like anyone could look at a band's Facebook page and they could have X number of likes. Um, it, can be, it can be fake. Exactly, exactly. So oh, we know if, if you have like a legit music video or even like even live footage that's really good, like that your album even itself you could be a, you could be a studio band. Your live show could yeah. just not do justice, but when you that's a very good point, you know, having all those, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's pretty much, you know, dabbling in every single possible thing. You have your merch, you have your website, you have this, you have that, you have a music video, you know, that's that's fucking killer. And and you know, it's good to see bands that actually like really care and wanna go to the next level and make sure you do everything. So tip my hat to exactly. you guys. Yeah, exactly. No, well, you you know we we want to have all ends covered, but you know when you come see us, we want to entertain you and, and show you that what we sound on the record is what we're going to sound like live. Because if you're paying for a ticket to come see all the stars, you're going to see and hear the record and Thank hear God. more. I'm, we're we're going to give you more. You're going to be like, wait a minute, this isn't even come close to the record. This is like better so, than the record. That's key, yeah. man. So, so it's like the anti Vince Neil, where you only sing every third word. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I bet hands down, I thought when they were in crew was in Jacksonville. I mean, dude, I I I had to go. It was cool. It was good. I had to see him. But you know, girls. Yeah, yeah. I, girls. I, I hope someday I get to see him. They're done, man. No, they got one more. Hey, well, let's all fly over. Let's all fly over to Japan. <laughs> hey, yeah. If, if you hey, guys are go. buying, we'll go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right. <laughs> hey, I, think, I think it's the market we could we could definitely you know I dyed my hair blonde they like tall blonde people <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiny might freak them out though He's oh King Kong it back I think I'd scare the shit out of yeah, them you would you would oh you you, hey, you, you don't go in restaurant give him a re- Tell him you give him a reach around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his hand, his hand too big. Oh, I, uh, too I am not going to be able to kill that bit today. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm going to try, but it's uh, not going to work. All right, I got to ask, Mikey, have you seen their promo pictures? <clears throat> I believe I have. Well, I've heard the four songs. No, I'm asking about the promo pictures. Uh, all right, the one where, where Alex is on the, the chase. Is that how you say it? The chase lounge? <laughs> Is, is yeah. that what you would call it? All right, who's the guy on the far right? That's Michael. All right. Dude, 
That's the rock star look right there. He looks there. like I don't give a fuck. No, literally. <laughs> I don't think I I don't think I did that day. I think I <laughs> So that's like you literally should. They should make a meme, and this is what it looks like when no fucks are given. Exactly. I mean, the uh, you know, the, yeah, and people. It's funny, you know, because you see people see pictures of, uh, you know, uh, I have a friend. He showed uh, a couple pictures of me. Like there's a picture on that same day because you took individual pictures and stuff, and I'm just like all cock, cock bag with sunglasses on, you know, pointing at the camera, and like he's like. You know, we're talking, he's like, you know, I showed these pictures to some girls, and this and that, I don't know why they're acting, they think you're just some, this hard-ass, mean guy, and like, you know, you're, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just a down-to-earth dude, I'm just taking some pictures, I guess that, <laughs> I guess it comes off that way, you know, you know but, uh. Hey, personally, I but, love uh, it. I, I, it shows confidence. I mean, for me, at least. Uh, you like, you wait. look like you're like, hey, dude, come check out my band. What I, I like, in it. That, what I like is you could take that picture of you. Cut it out and put that in any '80s band or any like badass, like really yeah. ba- like a badass band, yeah. and put that in there, and you'd fit in because you you look like a fucking rock star. Hey man, well I appreciate I appreciate that you see into it that I'm not some cocky you know freaking you know prick. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I'm dude, like, you I'm, called I'm, up you you called up in order to reach around. You're awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I'm serious. You know, a lot of people nowadays, you know, you know the way the industry has become, and like it's so kind of like you know, oh well, let's call it a tie. You know, like they they think that you know people that stand there and they they want to look good and and spread their talent and and play guitar and go up to the stage and solo, and they think they're cocky and they're just a show off. No, it's like you're show, you're, you work hard. You want to you want to influence. I want I want to and with my pictures. And how my my diet and how I eat healthy and I practice guitar and I I want to influence kids. You know, I'm 22. I want to influence the young kids to pick up their instrument. Don't pick up the, the little DJ board and press the button. Pick up your instrument. Pick up the drumsticks. Pick up the guitar. I love this guy. Bass, pick up. You know what I mean? Pick that up and and freaking play and learn it. I'm telling you, the feeling that you get from the, the work ethic and the hard work you put into you know, what you love to do, it pays, I mean, you just feel that feeling. I think my generation has forgotten about. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're just so absorbed into, you know, their next Facebook post or, uh, you know, <laughs> like, if I go, go outside and, and be with your, your friends and hang out and, and get, get dirty. Can you know I get an amen? Like, dude, no, that that <laughs> literally you hit the nail on the head right there. You know, I there like when I brought up the you could be a studio band, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you gotta pra- like you said, when you come see us live, it's gonna blow you away more than the C D. That's how that's always been my mentality. Like, yeah, we want the album to sound good, but when they come see us, like they're paying. They're not paying to exactly. hear the album with backing tracks and us just kind of stand there and, and go through the motions. But um it's funny you mentioned the the whole generation thing. I I've had interviews recently where they've asked me, "Do you know how to type?" Because our generation of people, ha- it's all touch screens and shit like that. It blows my fucking Dude. mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, and thanks, we're old. <laughs> I just, you, know, I, you know, I it's but there's a turning point when it gets to an all time low and all time craziness. They get right when it gets to that that point. Of just it's so overwhelming and so just 
unorganized and so crazy. Here comes this huge research, like, like it's just like boom, it knocks it all away. Like, okay, for instance, you had, you know, history repeats itself, and it is about to because it's been a long time since it's just a big freaking movement of, 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 of just, you know, I, I can't really say a word, you know what I mean? We're, okay, well, in the 70s, you know, you had the Led, the Led Zeppelins, the Bostons, and all, you know, all those kind of bands, and then, you know, disco kind of came out, and it was like the dance. And right now, you see, we're just in like a modern age of disco. They think this whole dubstep is so revolutionary. I can get a machine that one of our producers has, which from like 1965, that makes the exact sounds as, as freaking... <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and it's literally Weird. the size of... It's the size, my wallet is bigger than this machine. And they say, so... It, so anyways, you have the disco, and as soon as freaking metal health, you know, out of the blue, just hit the scene, and they knew there was money, you know, I mean, quite right, that was a cover. Come on, feel the noise, I forgot who the band was, but it was a cover, and they, they didn't want to do it, you know? And that song broke, and then all of a sudden, it was just like, oh, wait a minute, we can make money off of this. And then it was sign every, and then, you know, then this, a bunch of amazing bands came out, and then as soon as it started becoming like, uh, where the common people was very like household and like, you know, the mother, daughter, brother, sister, everyone had, you know, just look like they were kids or something. It, it started getting, you know, kind of, okay, well, this kind of, which Campbell soup can do you want? And all of a sudden, you know, the main, even though Nirvana, you know, they had, I mean, he's a very talented guy regardless of whatever anyone thinks of him. You know, Nirvana was out in, in the, in the 80s, but no industry thought of ever to sign you know, this dirty, grungy guy when everything was really glam and happy and go get him and all this stuff. This grungy guy lonely in the corner. No one ever, no one ever thought. And all of a sudden it started percolating in Seattle and all of a sudden, like, it just, when that song smells like King Spirit hit, I mean, it was just like this whole, another surge, see what I'm saying? A whole another surge. And then we had the new rock, uh, new me- the new metal surge of Biscuit and all the guys from Jacksonville and all that stuff. And it really has been, you know, stale kind of 10 years of the same, oh, yeah. you know, they, it's, it's about to, something is about to happen. I know it is. I, it is, there's something about to happen. Because there's a lot of you, know, for one, and I'll stop talking, I have ADD, but, I, you know, <laughs> the, uh, the game Rock Band and Guitar Hero, what songs do you hear on there the most? And how, what is the age group? I mean, of course, there's older people that play it. The age group is the young kids that can't drive yet. And now that game has been out for six, seven years now. And they're getting, you know, their licenses and they're able to drive and laid for the first time. You know, they're like listening to the radio and, and freaking, you know, fun is on. And that's the, the big the big rock song. Like, wait a minute, this doesn't, this, this is kind of, wait a minute. You know, that, fun. That, that's funny because you know, they, <laughs> my, you know, they well, want, they want, well, because my yeah. my daughter's seventeen and she she just started driving and it's funny because she was big she played rock, rock band a lot that, that was like her game and it's so funny because now she's driving doesn't like none of the, none of the new stuff on the radio so she listens to like all my old CDs and she listens exactly. like she listens to Zeppelin and and Boston and and you know yes. Journey yeah I'm exactly going to Boston next month. Boston's one of the most amazing live bands you're ever going to see, by the way. Chet, you're going to love it. Yeah. I know it's not real Boston, but... It doesn't... I, I, I know. Yeah, it's still... Yeah. It's still Brad. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, no matter what happened in here, I still love him. He's one of the most amazing singers in the world. Yep, I agree. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, I, and dude, you, you hit it right on with uh, something. Something is about to happen. It has to because because, because the, the kids and I'm not. Listen, I grew up ten years you know, of Nickelback, yeah. Nickelback and Kid Rock has just been too much. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, God, God bless them. You know, thank I, I'm, I, I don't rain on their career. Nickelback? I mean, all to them, all power to them. But there's this resurgence coming because all these young kids. Okay, for instance, me and Alex. We, we, of course, we love and our, our parents' fans and we're influenced by them and, and we're moved by them and, and our songs were created by just, you know, essence of their songs and, and, but the kids nowadays, they want their band. They want their band to be able to share it to their grandchildren, their grandchildren. It is time for that. There is a void, void to be filled. There is. And, and there's so many bands out in the world right now that want to be a part of it but just there's this big wall just boop and just we need to just go boom get the fuck out of my way you know what I mean and just bust through that shit you know what I mean? it. so it's, it, there's something big about to happen I'm telling you man you know what's you. funny is that I've heard the exact same thing you just said from I don't know three or four other bands that I, I work closely with and I totally agree the funny thing is, the the bands that say that are the ones that are doing shit right, and they're gonna be the leaders of making that shit happen. So, um, you exactly. know, like th- it's nice to see that, and that's the kind of bands I like not only playing with, but you know, working with, whether it's swapping shows or going to support, you know, for that matter. Um, there, there's seriously so many bands out there that think it's oh just play 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 or business business business. There's the select few that blend the two, and you know obviously it sounds like you guys are definitely on the right path and you guys understand that. But you know with that being said, I, I it sounds un- like Carlo I, and Lawless Hart should do I, a show. I agree with you though. I I think there's something brewing, and you know the the music scene, not even at a local level but a national level. There's there's going to exactly. be some there's going to be some big big thing is happening we just need more bands that are good and dedicate the shit out of it to make it happen planks what, what are we going to play from them uh well you, you said the first single is a uh, creature of habit right yeah that's the first one we that was released uh off the ep um and uh yeah that's that's the first track yeah so uh t- tell us a little bit about that track so we can kind of you know let the listeners get an idea before we play it and then we go you can go ahead, Alex. Tell them a little bit, and I'll tell them a little bit. Okay. Um, like, what the song is about? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess while we're writing it, it's kind of the inner struggle between what's right and what's real and what being a good person really is. Because, like, we're all creatures of habit, you know? Yeah. And some is a bitch. <laughs> Damn straight. Oh yeah, it is because you bet. Here's the thing: you treat everyone with respect, and and because you never know who you're talking to. That that uh, that guy that just he he looks like a homeless person and he's dirty and you disrespect could be one of the richest men in the world. Yeah, he that, could he could host an internet radio show. <laughs> and his name could be yeah. Planky. Oh, no, so no, 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 I'm saying, like, hey, listen, hey, you know, you just. You just never know, you know, who you, who you could have disrespected. You always treat because someone could help you, you know, get 
you know, no matter how much you, you haven't made or things are going good for you, there's always someone that can help you Agreed. along the way even more, and then you can help them, you know. So this this song goes out to to the people that that are blinded to, you know, to that stuff. So That's a strong I think point. I de- definitely in this world right now, the way the way things are with, with social media, um, the fakeness of it, um, with politics, um, uh, with everything going on in society right now, I think this song in three minutes and, and ten seconds can can hit them if they really listen to it. <laughs> you know, and it can you know it came really quick. It's crazy. I, the music you listen to. It, there's another interview I wrote on how like these songs just came along. The music. And then I like came to Alex, and like the next day, she had already had some lyrics that were made, and it just like molded together. I was like, okay, well, whoever whoever helped us out with that, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm but, looking. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to playing it for you guys because I, I think I think our listeners are going to dig it. So I want to reach around. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you come up to Detroit and play, we you could get all the reach rounds you want. <laughs> Hey man, I want to play. I want to. We want to play a show with your band, man. We can Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure Razlog will be emailing you like immediately after this interview. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh. I'll be in touch with you guys. Awesome, hey, hey, thank you all very much. Thanks thank so you. Much. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. See you. Have a good night. You yep. too. Have a good one. Bye. All right, Blanks. Let's play this. All right. Yeah. Let's get to it, man. Creature uh, habit. Lawless hearts. Yeah. Them. Them yeah, guys go really Florida. Cool. Hell yeah. Dude, he called up and requested a reach around. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. Dude, uh, the fact that they were listening yeah. before the interview is very cool. It's always cool. Yeah, so here, here we go. We, we uh, get this. They were fun as hell, man. <laughs> yeah, let's get this going and we'll, we'll break the news about the reach around radio <laughs> right here on the time. <laughs> Don't bust that nut just yet. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Detroit's most listened to internet radio show, The Tiny and Plank Man Show on Tap Detroit. Creatures of
friends. This is Don O'Deal again with a question for every one of you red-blooded American drivers, irregardless of race, creed, or color. Whether you're driving some fine example of Detroit iron, or one of those slick little offshore jobs, your car means more to you than just tin, glass, and rubber. You want it shiny. You want it ding and dent free. You want to be able to lean back in the driver's seat and breathe that great new car smell. That you've even got one of those trendy auto bras on your vehicular true love. Now here's that question. What about the rear? Unsightly key marks? Unnecessary scratches? Road grime buildup? You don't want them and Don No Deal is here to tell you that you just don't need to have them. You see, Don No Deal has the answer. Don No Deal Auto Shorts. You've got the bra on the front, and now you've got skivvies from Don No Deal covering your backside. Available in a variety of colors and patterns, there's a Don No Deal Auto Shorts style for your personal vehicular love. Boxers, briefs, bikinis, long johns, why we even have Don No Deal Auto Thongs. Fit the four-wheel love of your life with Don No Deal Auto Shorts, styles that fit your lifestyle, and watch the heads turn as you cruise on by. Stylish, practical, Don No Deal Auto Shorts. Order yours today. Not available in any store. Looking for the ultimate live music experience in Metro Detroit? You need to check out the Ritz, New York, New York, and the Diesel Concert Venues. The Ritz, on Hoover Road, just south of 10 Mile, is your place for something to do seven nights a week. Live music, great food, and an amazing late-night atmosphere. Also, make sure to stop on by during the week for great lunch specials and cheap drinks. New York, New York, and Diesel. 23 miles just east of 94 in the Premier Entertainment Complex. From local bands to national concerts, these two places have it all. The Ritz in New York, New York, open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. The diesel venues are open every weekend and for occasional special events. The Ritz, New York, New York, and diesel concert venues. Bringing the entertainment to the D, three venues at a time. Stop by this weekend and catch what's going on. Can everyone hear me okay? No. Okay, great. The Tiny and Plankman Show on TapDetroit.com. Now hear this, all bands, musicians, and companies in the music biz. It's time to promote your music event site more online at Hear This Promotions. Our site is open to users globally and is absolutely free to use. So don't wait. Visit Facebook.com slash Hear This Promotions right now and get your message heard. Hear This Promotions. Look, I know you're out there listening, and if you're listening, you're probably doing some online shopping at some point, being a millennial and all. So help support us at tapdetroit.com and click on our Amazon affiliate store. Everything from Kindles to toilet paper at a click of the mouse on tapdetroit.com. Hi, this is Shane from Here We Harbor. You're listening to the Tiny and Plankman Show. And Joe from Here We Harbor. Make sure to tune in to tapdetroit.com. That was a very good liner. Yeah, you know, we only make people practice it two or three times, <laughs> and then they get it down, you know? It's not that hard. Uh, uh, that that was always the funny thing, was every time we try to get these people to do a liner, they never had a problem with the tiny part. It was the plank man part. Yeah, like, <laughs> plank Steve, plank man, plank what? Yeah, I think our first one was the one we had to do six times in <laughs> that first bandalist had in. They got it down eventually, though. I think uh, Indecision was, they only they only did it like twice, I think. Remember, yeah, those they, guys were great. They maybe only did it once. Yeah, those guys were great, man. I, I, I like those guys a lot. I, 
I hope. Uh, yeah, you ra- yeah you you ran under uh, Justin when uh, we were at Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Oh yeah. And I gave you a little sip of some. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Nature's nectar. Oh my God. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't piss warm. I had it in the cooler. No, it was not. Yeah, it was delicious, and you know it. Uh, it woke me up. Yeah, right. Holy crap! You gotta get ready. Man, I tell you that that was like holy cow. There were so many people there. I know. So many. people. I tried picking out like a Guns N' Roses shirt that I was hoping no one else would wear, and then next thing you know, I'm seeing like. At least 20 different people that got the same damn shirt on. Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck. I should have worn a, like, just a, one of my tour shirts from, like, one of the Slash shows I've been to. That would have maybe been a little less common, but I went with Guns N' Roses, you know. Yeah, everywhere you looked, it was Guns N' Roses shirt. Guns oh, R- yeah. You know, and I was sitting there talking to a, a buddy of mine, and I was like, how much money you think they made tonight on fucking t-shirts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you off air I spent 50 bucks on a poster. Yeah. And I'm probably spending another like 80 to 100 to get it framed. Like like they they were just like t-shirt sales. Cha-ching, 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 right. cha-ching. It's going to look damn good in my man cave or wherever I hang it eventually though. Like they they were just rolling in the dough. Oh, well, they're good. you know how much money this freaking tour is going to bring? Oh my god. It's yeah, and it's still going. I haven't heard of any real. I've heard it's going great. Incidents yet so far. Everything seems to be. Now there were a few complaints about Detroit. That Axel said some bad things about Detroit. Now, all Axel said. Because I was there. Yeah. He said everything is fried. Is is that bad? What the hell does that even mean? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, We've got a caller, by the way. Uh, Oh, hello. uh, uh, Hello, you're on... uh, uh, I think this is the Tiny and Plank. Yes. Hi, Planky. Hi, KG. This is Wenchy. Oh, hey. How's it going? What's going on? Pretty good. How are you guys doing on this final episode? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hanging in here. We're pushing through. I had to call in because, you know, being with you guys, not quite from the start, but close enough, I had to call in and tell you guys how much I've loved listening to you guys over the years. I'm really bummed, but I understand things change, things move on. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you're going to do next week on the Don No Deal uh, Plank Man Hour for two hours. Uh, is that is that I, the name? I didn't even think of that one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> you, you just played one of the commercials. Yeah, well, I, I don't I don't think of these things. That's why I said I need help. <laughs> well, they, well, we knew that, Blanky. Come on. Yeah, good Lord. Don No Deal's a popular guy. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe he can help me out. Oh, man. Maybe, you know, he's got lots of all kinds of ideas. Oh, he's got brilliant ideas. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, maybe he can give you a hand with that. Yeah, I'm going to have to call him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to call in. I know I couldn't make it down. I, I I felt weird. I didn't want to come down, but I just wanted to say, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to miss you both. You guys had a unique rapport with each other. So... Yeah, well, uh, you know, I I appreciate everything you've done for us, you know, being at all the shows and, you know, listening and all of that. So, you know, it is what I got to find something else to take pictures of now when I go on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) 
the shirt will no longer go on vacation, obviously. Yeah, well, it's you, a, you'll get a new one. It's a collector's yeah. item. Yeah, it's, it's in a one-of-a-kind, Casey, because it's autographed. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's going to be worth some money. And I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't get yours or Alyssa's autograph yet on the shirt, so. Oh, yeah. Well, Sorry. We, you know where we're at. We can make that happen. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys have a good rest of the night. I'll continue listening. All right, Wenchy, take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. That was uh, cool, man. Uh, that's awesome. That's man. nice. See, I mean, doesn't that make you feel appreciated right well, there? Oh, hell yeah. You know, uh, you know, it's uh. All your hard work is not unnoticed. The Don No Deal Plank Man Hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that one. All right. <laughs> that w- put that one on the list there, uh, Casey. All right. We'll add it to it. <laughs> add that to the list of names for the show. Don No Deal Reach Around Hour. Oh, my God. I don't know that Don No Deal wants to be involved in that one. Uh, he'll say no deal. Yeah. He'll say no deal. All right. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. We were talking about. Oh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Or, yeah, because everybody. I, I heard so many people. Wait, he badmouthed Detroit. No, he all he said was everything's fried here. I should open up a place with. Uh, vegetable oil or something oh uh, remember well you know that whole thing that he's been uh, we really... got another caller oh hello here. look uh, at that popular um, you're on the uh the final tiny and plankman show on tap how can i help you hello yes hello okay well can't hear us that was that that was our uh final hang-up <laughs> <laughs> right, you know what that fried food thing is? It's because people have been ripping on him because he's gotten a little overweight, you know. So I'm thinking that's what he's like saying. He's like, "Man, I'm trying to eat healthy and get back into shape. Yeah. Everything you got here's deep fried." Yeah, yeah. And a rip on Detroit. That just yeah. means we like yeah, because I didn't food. Yeah, I didn't understand why everybody was saying, "Oh, he badmouthed Detroit." I didn't understand how that was a slam at Detroit. No, well, I think people are just looking for something to find. They are. I and heard someone say that he was lip syncing. Hell no, he was not lip syncing. No, he wasn't. Because I will tell you this, and this is just from somebody that does what I do here on the radio or whatever. I felt like Axel's vocals weren't loud enough. I Yeah, I kind of got that too. You couldn't hear him, and it looked like, like parts that he doesn't sing very loudly. He sings softer. Mm-hmm. That he was having to scream through the microphone because it was quiet, and you you could tell when they came out for the encore that his voice was just shot. Yeah, well, and part it was of me shot. too is kind of maybe throwing that at the venue. I don't know if Ford Field is the best spot to have a concert. You yeah, know? but can I ask a question here? Doesn't Guns N' Roses bring your own sound guy? True. Shouldn't your sound guy know to turn Axel's freaking vocals up so people can hear him? Right. All right. You know, like I said, but it could just be where the hell we're all sitting. Like, you know, I I thought I could hear him pretty good most of the time. I was also a little tuned up most of the time. So my memory of the show isn't superb. But that's only because I watched Stone Cold Sober and Kelly. So I knew what I was getting into, you know. Yeah. I And I, I, I watched it sober because i was the designated driver that night so i had to be sober but um and honestly i wanted to, I, I wanted to be sober because uh when i was supposed to go to the concert uh 20 some years ago i would have been sober oh, because I, I wasn't old enough to drink if i hadn't already seen them 
you know, and watch the whole show. Oh, uh, let's see if CJ figured out his phone here. Uh, hello. Hey, what up, man? Can Can you hear me now? Hello. I can hear you now. I did not come through last time. <laughs> like I said, hello, and you hung up. I was like, wow. <laughs> It sounded like a female voice said something, and then it kind of went like oh, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, well, I get told I sound like a female all the time, <laughs> so nothing new. <laughs> so the final show, the final show. Damn, dude! End of a legacy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, uh, like like I said in the beginning, you know, nobody is forced to do this. If they don't want to do it, they don't have to. You know, it's. Well, like I said, man, bigger, better, louder, you know, you got the skills to pay the bills, so keep on doing it, you know? Yeah, well, I, I, I enjoy this, and, and, you know, we've we we've we've made some good contacts over the years and that, and I, 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 I'm, I'm not ready to uh, stop. Yeah, and you should. You should. I told you, man. Yeah, I, I've. Anything you need, I'm still gonna be here, brother. So. Hell yeah. You know, so the team effort, dude. I may not be there in physical form, but I'm always there in spirit. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've appreciated everything. I I love CJ because I will just call CJ up and I'll be like, dude, I need a song <laughs> for a show, and I can't think. And CJ's like, oh, it's this. <laughs> He's got it. There you go. He's got every song I can ever think of. <laughs> That's valuable. I, dude, I am actually cataloging all my music right now, and uh, it is a monster effort to, uh, <laughs> to. It has not been an easy task. No, you know. We're, let's let's just say that we're in the uh, high six digits right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, that's a lot of music. Um, it's been a it's been a bit of an undertaking. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll tell him something like, "Hey, I'm looking for a new type of music. You know, I want to listen to something a little different." Oh, I got this and this and this. I'm sending it to you right now. It'll be in your Dropbox folder in five seconds. Like, holy cow, CJ! Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I do, man? That is why I am the music god. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that that's it right yeah. there. Yeah, in all seriousness, though, bro, like I said, uh, you know, congratulations on the new beginning, and I hope you, you know, hope you have continued success. Anything you need, just ask, and uh, hopefully I can make it down that way and uh, sit in on a show real soon and kind of uh, add my two cents worth. Yeah, cool, man. Thanks. Absolutely, brother. You guys have a great rest of the show, and um, you know, as as much as in life is to bad endings and new beginnings. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Absolutely, you guys have a great night, man. All right, CJ, take it easy. Thanks man. a lot, man. Peace. Bye. All right, that's that's my buddy CJ out there in Jackson. Uh, CJ used to be on Tap Detroit when when we first started here, and. Um, he said he has a six over. Yeah, he's got a ton of music. Oh my god, over a hundred thousand songs. Yeah, music I, catalog. I, I mean, I just call him. I'm like, you know, 
I kind of want it to sound 80s, but I kind of want it to, you know, have a little more of a punch to Oh, dude, I got a band for it. It's like, holy shit. It's on my to-do list to, like, redo mine and get it organized and stuff, and I'm not even at 10,000, so I cannot contemplate <laughs> how he's doing with that. Well, that's cool, man. It's a good friend to have right there. Anytime you need something, you just a little call away. It's badass. Yeah, and it's great because, you know, I'll bounce ideas off of them, you know. I'll be like, hey, CJ, you know, I'm thinking about doing this, you know. Like, like, what do you think? Will people listen or will they not? And he's, you know, he'll tell you, you know, like, eh, I don't know. That sounds kind of stupid. <laughs> like, Sometimes you need to hear that. Yeah, and, and that's what I like. You know, I can always just call CJ and be like, hey, man, you know. Right. I don't know if I should do this or not, you know. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's like, okay, there, I'm not yep, gonna do it. There you go. So what are you what are you doing? Are you lining up some other stuff? hundred and forty thousand CDs. Wow. So that's not songs, yeah, CDs. So I mean rough estimate that you you multiply them all by ten. That's a lot. <laughs> that's yeah. all I'm gonna say. That's like uh I'm bad at math. Was that over a million songs? It's a lot. That's all I can say. It's a lot. Yeah, um, I had 140,000 CDs. And, and and speaking of uh, music and that, th- this thing I'm going to play is one of our favorite interviews. Kevin Martin from Candlebox. I, I believe, if this is the interview I remember, I believe I pour my guts out to Kevin. And... Well, here, just just listen to it. What what am I saying? Uh, just just listen to it. We'll f- we'll figure out together if it's the right one or not. Because we did a couple interviews with Kevin. I'm not sure if this is the one where I I spilled my guts to the guy. But uh, <laughs> here you go, Kevin Martin from Candlebox, uh, here on the uh, the final Tiny and Plankman show on TapDetroit.com. Kevin Martin from uh, well Candlebox and uh, the Gracious Few and the High Watts and. And now you're doing a project with Morgan Rose from Seven Dust. Uh, Le- I, I don't want to mess up the name because we are horrible at messing up names of bands. <laughs> Le Projet. There you go. Le Projet. Well, I, honestly, it, this is such an honor. We are t- we've been so excited to talk yes. to you. And oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We're, uh, we're both, we, we've both been huge, huge fans uh, of the band. Um, and it, that's all him and I have been talking the last couple of days. Like, oh my God, dude, can you believe we're going to be talking to Kevin? This is so cool. But, uh, <laughs> of course, you're, you're doing an acoustic set. You and Adam are doing an acoustic set coming up this Friday at the All Around and Taylor. Um, again, there's a great lineup. We'll talk more about it. Uh, people can go to Detroit Live Magazine's Facebook page to get tickets or go to the All Around and pick them up. Uh, Kevin, wow, man, this is, this is seriously cool. Uh, one of the coolest stories, like I, I, we were saying, I was saying on the air earlier, I'm a real, real picky about like CDs and LPs and stuff off in the past. Um, and I like my favorite band is Megadeth of all time. I, I've, I've loved, and they've done now 15 studio albums, but this is how picky I am. Not one of them is great from top to bottom. I can find one bad song on, you know, on every album and wow. we, we're both like that, but you're that debut that debut CD of your guy when you guys came out, it, that from top to bottom is one of the best damn CDs, well, best albums I've we've ever heard. We, him and I, are, we were, we've been listening to well, we've been listening to all this stuff lately just to catch up and stuff. And I gotta tell you, and that that's still one of the it, that thing stands the test of time. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. It's uh, <laughs> it's the album that we've chased for you know whatever twenty years now. Um, 
I think that uh, when we made that record, you know, we were, we, the, the funny thing about Candlebox is we're just kind of a, a group of guys who uh, fell into a very happy accident. None of us were really um, friends. We didn't know one another. It was, uh, you know, I, I know a bass player that, that's looking for a gig, and, uh, oh, I know a guitar player that's looking for a gig sort of thing. So it was kind of... Um, you know, the happiest thing that could happen to any of us and 20 years later we're still here. Um, I think the interesting thing about that first record is how much time we actually spent working on it. You know, people kind of think that Candlebox just popped out of Seattle and, and, and had that record and there we were and, and it goes all the way back to 1990 um, and the record didn't come out until 93 so we, we, you know, we had been writing songs since 1990 uh, for that album and then playing them around Seattle and playing shows and working them out and, and getting to the point where um, we were, when we did make the record uh, they were ready to go and even then the demos uh, from the red demo tape that came out in 92 were the ones that actually made um, the album Far Behind and You so they, you know, we didn't uh, we weren't able to replicate them uh, as well as we had on the demo, so I think we we kind of were lucky enough to um, to make a record that people wanted to listen to and that still do listen to. But again, uh, I think it's the album that we've been chasing for twenty years because we've never been able to up until I think with Into the Sun and um, and the last record we had Love Love Stories and Other Musings really kind of capture the same type of energy and, and songwriting. So it took us a long long time to get back to that. Well, one thing I I, I definitely I, I've always told people and it because it used to piss me off like uh, any of those real diehard Seattle p- people like in the 90s it always kind of gave I, it, when I would like you know listen to your stuff they'd be like give not a real Seattle band I'm like kiss my ass these guys are seriously the most un- you guys were the most underrated band of the 90s I'm just gonna say it because you were uh, Thanks, man. honestly you guys and it, 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 what's funny though is even how good the album was you guys live were unreal. Well, I, Jesus, even when we saw you at Rockapalooza a couple years ago, you're still unreal, man. <laughs> I, it's so. It was so. It, it, dude, it's such a pleasure to watch you guys live, especially you, man. You, I, I love watching singers that just give give it their all, and you, I, I, you've never disappointed. Thanks, man. I uh, I, I can't. Uh, I've never been the type of person uh, that's been able to to phone it in. I remember there was one show. Um, two years ago that we did uh, where I, I felt like I was phoning it in and and I was so angry with myself. I was like, I, you know, why are you doing this? Why why are you allowing yourself to, to, to be this person right now? And, and even then after the show, I, you know, I was talking to friends of mine that were there and they're like, dude, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, I was totally, I wasn't into it. I wasn't having a good time. They're like, you're kidding, right? You're, you're absolutely kidding because we never would have known. I was like, ah, I, guess I, I guess I am that guy that that even though I may think I'm having a bad show, I'm, I'm still having the best time of my life. So I'm, I'm lucky that way. Well, and, and even the, the stuff that came out after, like you were saying, it, I do. Uh, Lucy was underrated. Oh, oh man, what, what were we were listening to? Uh, we, this, we were this, listening this, to Happy Pills on the way here. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and that's an interesting record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the album. I, I love it. I mean, I have it, and we were listening to it, you know. And I remember when that came out. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of my friends, you know, were just like, "Oh, that album sucks," and I'm like, "It's great." <laughs> oh well, you'll love this. We've, we were, we've been such defenders of the of of you guys that I literally, this is no shit. I got in a fist fight defending you guys one time. It was a drunken fist fight, wow. but it was worth it, and I kicked the guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> because all he said is it, when it was just one of those times when I overheard somebody say we were at a bar I was drinking the guy I just I remember in somebody at a, a, a god I think a band covered you guys 
Uh, they did. God, what song was that? I wanted to say they covered Arrow, and I was like, dude, that's awesome. And yeah. And all of a sudden, some guy goes, yeah, man, they were like the shittiest band I've seen. I was like, I'm right there. I was like, you're the dumbest mother. It was awesome. I ended up beating this guy's ass. I was like, That's great. I, was well, like I got in a cannon box fight. That's awesome. There we go. I still, you know, it's funny. I, I don't defend the band whatsoever. I, I People say, you know, constantly, you know, you guys are lame, not Seattle band or whatever. I'm like, I don't care. You know, I've, I've had a great life. I've, I've played in front of 300,000 people in 1994. Yep, with Woodstock. 94, and, you know, I mean, I, I've had a... I've had an experience that a lot of people will never will never have, you know, and it's funny, I there were a couple times where people would, you know, say stuff on our Facebook page or whatnot and I'd I I was stupidly would write back, you know, listen, I, I totally respect that, but I really need that big mac and fries. So you're right with my order. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, it, but you get you get stupid sometimes and, and you allow that that kind of negative thing to creep its way in. and you can't please everybody uh, you know and that's the thing about art and that's the thing about music it's 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 so difficult to put yourself in a position where you know you're going to be judged for it but at the same time when you can't help it you can't help it and you do it regardless and you know that's kind of like why I'm going and doing a lot of these solo shows um, and, and with Adam because you know he's one of my oldest friends and and uh, Candlebox is taking a bit of a break right now but he's kind of focusing on other stuff which is good we need that um, as a band it's nice to get away from one another and, and do things that inspire but for me it's it's about going out and playing these songs in a different vein, the way I perceived them when I first wrote them, the way I felt them when I first wrote them, the, the way that I feel them now differently than from what people um, may uh, have expected from uh, a Candlebox show to an acoustic set where you have to pull all the fancy stuff out of it, and it's in, in, incredibly naked, and I think that's the thing about being a singer and a songwriter in a band is you always want to get to the point where um, you actually strip everything away and, and you show people this is exactly what the song's made of. And this is, if it stands on its own this way, then, you know, there's there's no arguing about it. Well, you know, one thing you could always tell any critic, and this you got this, is, do you remember that line from, uh, from Airheads when Brendan Fraser said, I just want to write that one song that lives forever? Yeah, you guys, you did that. You guys have that. You got, you know, yeah, it was far behind. I mean, that every that dude, I, I've that song has gotten through so many people through so much stuff. Like Planky. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, like, you know, my uncle died when I was a teenager, and I had a tough time going through it and all of that. And that was when that song came out, and right. like that was the only thing that got me through, you know that that time period where I, I couldn't, you know, I was a teenager, you know, I couldn't deal with the fact that, you know, my uncle, who was like my hero and my best friend w was gone and he, he wasn't coming back, you know, and yeah. like all I yeah. did, I, I mean, I probably listened to that song a million times and every time I hear it, you know, I'm getting chills telling you this story right now because I can't believe I'm telling you this. <laughs> I mean, this, this is something very personal and I, I don't usually... You know, Tiny knows I don't usually share this kind of personal stuff. But no, he closes stuff off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, but I mean, it, I, I, I guess all I can say is thanks, you know, because uh, that that got me through a really rough period in my life, you know. Yeah, well, you're, you're welcome. I, you know, it, it did me as well. That the song was written for Andy Wood from Mother Love Bone, who's a good friend of mine, and you know, when when he passed away, the whole city kind of stopped for a minute, and um, and I think everybody 
took a long, hard look at what was going on and, and what was happening musically with, with within themselves. And of course, Chris uh, did the record um, Temple, uh, Temple of the Dog, and, and, and that was you know his way of dealing with Andy's loss. Um, Holy crap. That's... It was... Sorry, I, I just I never knew that. That's yeah, what Far yeah. Behind was about. Andrew Wood. That's yeah, so yeah. Cool. You just blew both of our <laughs> minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote, I wrote that song for Andy. Andy, Andy was um, was a guy I had met when I was seventeen. I was working in a shoe store with um, Susan Silver, who uh, was managing Soundgarden and Mother Love Bone and Alice in Chains and whatnot. And um, Andy'd come in to pick up some flyers, and Susan wasn't in. And uh, I was like, "Yeah, they're back here in the back." And uh, I gave him to him. And he's like, "Hey, I'm going to go hang these up." You know, are you going to be doing anything later? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm just chilling out. He's like, well, you know, meet me at, uh, you know, 45th on the U, in the U Ave, and, and we'll just hang these things up. And that was kind of the beginning of our relationship. So for, you know, three years, I got to know this guy on an incredibly personal level, and, and um, he was the only person in the scene that was telling me to continue with my music regardless of what anybody said. You know, he's like, look, people aren't going to like you. It doesn't matter, you know, and people are going to love you, and, and when they do love you, um, you know, it's, it's going to be your it's going to be what you're supposed to be doing. And, and, uh, that's the only reason I ended up, you know, really starting a band. Um, and unfortunately Candlebox was the one that I say, unfortunately, because I was a drummer prior to that. And, and all of a sudden I became the singer in, in Candlebox and, and I'm still the reluctant lead singer, but <laughs> there's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think about Andy and, and, uh, his influence on me and, and, uh, how he inspired me as a musician. Wow, that's yeah, that's still yeah, the coolest that, thing, man. That's so awesome. Yeah, because yeah, that was the thing when when that came out. You know, I mean, I realized that you know, obviously, you could relate to what I was going through, and I, I always wondered. I was like, what was the? Who was it? Now I know. That's that's seriously, yeah. man. That, well, it was initially it was initially now Andy. And then I changed it to now maybe because I didn't want to be as, as obvious as yeah. as uh, letting somebody know where you know where I was in in my life as a as an artist and and what was kind of affecting me. So you you do what you think is going to be uh, you know the the one thing that people are going to accept it on a on a larger scale. Wow, that's <laughs> so so. How how are people uh, receiving the new music? You know, are are, are they accepting it or? In, in what sense? You mean, I mean records? I, or yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it does. It does what it does. It's not like it's not like it was when we were selling, you know, hundreds of thousands of albums. Now we <laughs> sell ten to twenty to thirty thousand records. But yeah. um, I think people love what we do. They they always have, and and we have that fan base that you know, especially in Michigan, which has always been kind of our home away from home. I, I, I don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> that we, we kind of, from the first show at, at St. Andrew's Hall to Alpine Valley to uh, the Palace of Auburn Hills. Yeah, I remember you know, the all, palace. Yeah, all these things that, we, that we've been able to do, the State Theater, and, you know, back when, uh, what was that crazy bar that had, like, the 12-foot drop? Um, uh, Harpo's? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Harpo's, yeah. Oh, you I mean, played Harpo's. Yeah, we played all these shitholes. And Michigan was always, you know, even Flint, the machine shop. We can go there and we'll sell it out every single time, you know, and, and, and we love that. But, you know, it's, it's um, Michigan is one of those places that, that 
you know, we've we've called our second home, and it and it's always been a very special place to us, and the people have always embraced us, and and uh, you know, we 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 don't do what we did, but you know, they want to hear the new songs. You'll hear somebody yell out something from Love Stories. You'll hear somebody yell out something from Happy Pills. You'll hear somebody yell out something from Into the Sun, and and uh, and we'll we'll roll right into it. So I think the people are kind of uh, allowing us to to be the creative musicians that we are. Yeah, well, that's good. That, that's good. That's what I like to hear. I mean, I I really like the stuff you did with the High Watson and the Gracious Few too. I love that stuff. And I'm, I, I I also what what can we expect with with this new project, Le Projet? Le Projet is um, it's quite different. Um, you know, Morgan is an incredible talent. That guy is uh, you know not just a drummer, but uh, you know melodically and and uh, he's got great great ideas. Um, he he writes very interesting songs and um and he's fast he, you know he works a lot like me I, i'm not the type of musician that sits around and dwells over a song for like weeks and weeks and weeks i i'm the type of person that i feel like if it doesn't find itself within an hour or two it's a waste of time walk away from it and if you if you ever come back to it come back to it but if you don't don't worry about it and morgan's in the same way he 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 finds his focal point and and he rolls with it and we write really really quickly those three songs that we wrote uh back in may were, were written and recorded in four days um we're going back in the studio in december in uh, pennsylvania uh york pennsylvania at think loud studios which the guys from live own we're going to be there for nine days and we're hoping to write seven songs so nice um you know, it's that's that's our gig. You know, and and, and it's fun. And you know, so Le Projet is the reason it's called Le Projet is it's the project. But when I named the band, I was actually in France, and I was like, you know, I need something interesting in my life, and and I don't, I don't want to just be another band name. You know, and and the thing that's interesting about the project is is that that's what we are. We're we're four guys that, that lock ourselves in a room and write three songs in four days and to me that's a project so um i don't know what's going to come of it we're talking about touring on it next year we're talking about i know we're doing an indiegogo campaign right now to fund it because we are uh we're you know we're not signed to label we're all privately um paying for our flights and and doing what we can do because we live in uh four corners of the world um or the united states for that matter and and uh so it's not easy so we're you know we're trying to get it funded through the fans um, but you know, if if we can get it funded, we'll definitely hit the road with it next year, and and probably open for some rock bands and have a good time. I don't know. Nice. All right. We're talking to Kevin Martin of Candlebox and Le Projet, and he's playing acoustically uh, this Friday at the All Around and Taylor uh, with Ray Street Park doing acoustic set. Daniel Harrison and Two Dollar Highway, Bulletproof Snow, and Taken Aces. Uh, you can get your tickets either at the All Around or go to Detroit Live Magazine's Facebook page, and you'll have a link there. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much, man. We we truly truly appreciate this. We're wondering if we could get you to cut a liner for us real quick. Yeah, man. And listen, I'm sorry. I I didn't. I couldn't call in. I, I tried at five thirty and it didn't work. And I was like, oh, maybe they're on the line. And then I got to talking to my oh. wife, and then I looked back at my phone, and Corn's like, where are you? So, <laughs> oh, it's uh, all good, man. That's about that. All no, good. No, all good. it's all right, man. Well, it, it made for some fun radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll have to hear the replay. To it find was, <laughs> we, but honestly, we, we're and we're really I, he's gonna call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it came to. Was seriously, well, folks, he's calling. Yeah, because we we actually had one call come through, and it was a rep for uh, or another interview we're doing because it was an out-of-state number we're like oh that's gotta be him <laughs> so we threw it right on and it was it was it was it was hilarious yeah, that's but, great but well, I, don't, I don't know why that number's not working you guys may want to check it but um yeah just it was not working 
Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, I'll investigate. Trust me. <laughs> All right, but I, we're gonna. I can't wait to meet you on Friday because we'll, we're gonna be there. So definitely, thank you. And then with the liner, just as you know, you, you, you know how to do liners. <laughs> but yeah. you're, you're listening to Tiny and Plankman Show on TapDetroit.com for the ending. On on Tap Detroit. Yep. T A P. Yep. Tiny and Plankman. Yep. <laughs> All right. Hey, y'all, this is Kevin from Candlebox, Le Preget, The Gracious View, and The High Watts, and you are listening to Tiny and Plankman on Tap Detroit. Thank you very, very much, sir. <laughs> you got it, guys. Hey, it was an honor. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you. My pleasure. I look forward to seeing you guys. Yes. Yep. Thank you, Kevin. You got All right. it. Thanks. Bye. All right. Man, Bye. yes. Yes. Man. Uh, well, let, let's play something from The Gracious Few, and we'll be right back because we, we, got, we got Rich coming up, so we got to hurry. So oh, man. We'll be, we'll be right back. Check out this from The Gracious Few. This is one of, his, uh, one of his side projects with the guys from Live. This is awesome. Check it out. You're listening to Detroit's most listened to internet radio show, The Tiny and Plank Man Show, on tapdetroit.com. <laughs>
Hi there. That that was our interview with uh, Kevin Martin from Candlebox, and that was the one I poured my guts out on. Yeah, did you cry? I, I did because uh, far behind for me, like that that song came out like right when my uncle died. I was like 18 years old. My uncle was like my best friend, and I didn't know how to deal with somebody that close to me dying. When I heard that song and I heard Kevin Martin sing, you know, those words in that, I was like, he knows exactly what I'm going through. Right. Like, finally, somebody knows what it's, you know, it's like, fuck, this sucks. Yeah. But he knows what it's like, too, you know? And, like, I spent six months in the basement just by myself. Didn't talk to nobody, you know, just didn't want to deal with the world. I heard that song, changed everything. That's the beauty of music, man. Gets yeah. you through some tough times. I think it's got all of us through tough times. I know it's got me through some. But I know we're getting out of here pretty quick. I would like to real quick say thank you to, first off, Razlog for... Yeah, that little bastard. That little fucker. <laughs> I love that kid, man. He was I one love of my that guy. best buddies in college. He's still one of my best buddies. And, you know, I just sent him a little message saying, hey, man, I think I could come down here one day and, like, check this out with you. And, you know, like a week later, he says, congratulations, you're the new intern. <laughs> and I was like, wow. So thank you to him for getting me in here and letting me meet all these cool guys. Obviously, thank you to the man sitting across from me, Planks. <laughs> Let me uh, get my feet wet again on the board and stuff. Stuff I hadn't done since college. was a little shaky in. He was always, hey, you got it, man. You're all right. You know, yeah, you're good. Yeah. It's not rocket science if right. an idiot like me can do it. <laughs> right. Like, thank Tiny, too, for letting me come on his show and be a part of it. That's awesome. And uh, also Alyssa. She was my uh, co-host during that time of you guys' absence, and uh, I couldn't have done it by myself. So Yeah, the dark days that were called Ohio. <laughs> she was awesome, and I think we uh, put together some pretty cool stuff, and uh, I'm excited to keep working with her. She's a real cool chick. Yeah, Alyssa's great, and we, we hope everything's all right with her and her yes, family. Definitely. So Thinking uh, about you. Yeah, um, I don't even know where to begin. There's like a million people I want to thank, but the one that comes to my mind first of all is Shauna O'Donnell with O'Donnell Media. She has given us so many great interviews. I I, I don't know what I would do without her as a publicist, sending me all this great music. And uh, John Asher from Asher Media uh him and the people he's got working over there are great, and I, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, you got a psycho stick and some really great bands out of Canada that a lot of people don't think about. And But mainly I want to thank you guys that listen because you got if you guys don't listen, I'm just some idiot talking into a microphone. There's nothing going on here, you know? Uh, I thought the show was going to end early, and now I, now I realize I got to take this out. I'm going to cancel this interview here. All right. I'm going to cancel that because I can do that. It's still my show. That's right. We'll just end it with but, your beautiful voice. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Asher Media. Um, God, there is so many... 
wonderful people that have helped us. Uh, Bridge to Grace, them guys, I love them guys. Them guys are great. And uh, Matt Dalton over there with Dirt Fest and Metro 37. Like, like th- thank you for letting us come out to Dirt Fest past couple years. And again this year. Excited. It's going to be fun. Closer to home. For you. I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm very happy. <laughs> I love Pontiac. Um, the person that nobody's going to thank, I'm going to thank. Olin Ezra. I was going to say, if you were going to forget about him, I was throwing him in there. Thanks, Olin. Because four years ago, well, six years ago, it took two years to convince Tiny to do it, but what was that? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, I'm getting a phone call, I think. Uh, but, yeah, like six years ago when we talked about doing a show and all that, and then two years after that, you know, uh, the one thing about Olin was he never said, well, you can't do that, you can't do that. He was just like, whatever you want to do, man, don't care. Just make it happen. We made it happen. For None of f- us would be here without him. Yeah, we we made it happen for four years. So, uh, and we got a phone call here. Let me. Uh, hello, you're on the uh, the Tiny and Plankman show for a couple more minutes. Hey, Planks. What's going on, man? Hey, I I, I thought I'd call in and uh, just. Just say thank you. Thank you to you and Tiny for the last... I've, Sweetie, please turn it down. Sorry. It's on in the background of you. <laughs> turn the um, radio down in the background. <laughs> um, for the last, like, three years, and, and anyone who knows me and what I've been going through lately, the last three years for me have been fucking hell. Yeah. And you guys have been the once-a-week time when I get to, you know, relax and, and chill and listen to just a good fucking radio show, which we don't have that much in Detroit anymore. And I just wanted to say thank you. And I love you. I love you. I love tiny. I know, I know we've talked a lot over this last couple few days. Yeah. I just wanted to say, I love you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Uh, that means a lot to me, man. Uh, uh, I'll be back, you know, I'll, I'll be doing something. I know, man, but I, I just I had to say it. <laughs> uh, I'll be around, so yeah, that's cool, man. Thanks, I appreciate that. I love you, man. All right, Dan, take it easy, man. Night. Bye. Oh, right. is that Dan the super fan? Yeah, that's Dan the super fan. It's like a legend around here. Yeah, that's how that that. I I, I think I'm I'm gonna mute the phone line. I'm not taking another call. No. He's, I want. He's, he I want deserves to, end, to be the last call. I want to end it with Dan being the last call. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I'm ending the show 15 minutes early. Yep. Dan Mark was the last call on the Tiny and Plankman show. Hell yeah, it's a good there, way to go. There you go, Dan. Now you go down in the record book somewhere <laughs> if somebody's keeping track of this shit. Right. <laughs> but 
seriously, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, Jared, I, I know you, you've been in the uh, chat room there saying a bunch of stuff. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, seriously, I am not taking any more calls. <laughs> Like we'll, I, we'll be here all night, man. I, I have to get out of here. Snow Bunny's got her show. Um, seriously, thank you guys for a great four and a half years. And uh, give me a couple weeks, and I'll I'll be back with uh with a new show and some music and sports and start of a new era, man. Yeah. Reborn. Sometimes one door closes, another door opens. You know, whatever the cliche you want to use, you know, whatever makes you happy. But the way I wanted to end this show, I'm going to play a song. It's kind of an old song. It's from uh, uh, Jack Blades and Tommy Shaw. And the song's called The End. It's one minute. Minute and 22 seconds. It's not going to kill you. So listen to this. This is the end. We're done. Signing off. I'll uh, I'll see you guys out there somewhere, right? So this is the end. Time to say goodbye. So this is the end. This is the end